During this episode, we are chatting with the beautiful Demetria Good, and she shares her story of not just domestic violence, but how God brought her through. And not only did he bring her through, but how she is using her story to be a blessing to others to help bring others through. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to Truth Talks TV. Today we have a special guest. Her name is Demetria yes. Good. I really, really love that last name. Like you could, you could monopolize, you, you could do some things, some things with that last name. Good. <laughs> so thank you for joining us today, and please share with us your your story. Yes. Like, please. Um. So my platform, actually, my platform, uh, uh the Good Fight, is created from. Um, me telling my story. So I met my ex. I was walking one day, seeing him at a gas station. He just looked like a big teddy bear. And I was like, hey, <laughs> how you doing? I was just taking a walk. And um, we we connected, exchanged numbers. We started talking. And we actually would just used to talk about problems. Mm-hmm. And we became cool. And, you know, um, I'm probably from what I've been told is one of the best people that came into his life. Supporting mm-hmm. him and there for him and he went through a downfall through the relationship where he almost lost everything due to uh, charges with um the law so i didn't turn my back on first that was the red first red flag right there i didn't turn my back on him i stayed there with him helped him through it um got pregnant uh ended up getting married and because i got pregnant got married helped him get a job and you know move move the family out everyone together and house his family my family um the judge gave him a second chance he was like i see you're getting your life together but what it did was um it started affecting his life and the effects of his life came into the household and, and around everyone else. So my side of the family stayed out of our relationship. His side of the family was in our relationship completely. Mm-hmm. So you know how that mixes. You don't mm-hmm. hear the other person's side of the story. You go off assumptions of what the other person is telling you. So it was so many lies created. At one point, I'm gay. I have nothing against um, gay. I have gay friends. And I was messing with ne- women. I never messed with a woman a day in my life. Um, I was a cheater. I never cheated on my husband ever, ever, ever. He was sleeping with the neighbor's niece across the street. And it was, it was just a mess. He was humiliated me embarrassing me looking at women in my face it was it was a mess even it got to a point one of our mutual friends of a wife called me and was like your husband is over here looking being just and and the 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 female figure was a younger like 17 18 and it, it was so disrespectful she called me and you know his side of the family doesn't know all of the issues everything that i was going through and i was working 80 hours a week my part-time job became a Mm full-time job and I was working my full-time job. And even when I got pregnant, I had to continue to work because its income was not supporting the household. And folks don't understand that either. I was paying car notes, my car notes, bills. He wasn't contributing. So it was a lot of weight on me. And what I did was, what I tell people is, I loved him more than I love myself. And that's Mm -hmm. the first mistake that we could ever make in life. Mm -hmm. And his mental issues became 
blame my issues and you should never ever make someone else's problems become your problems. Yeah. And I even yeah. went through where he harmed one of our small dogs, beat the dog up because it jumped on the couch, ate a steak and cheese. It was my daughter's dog. He beat the dog so bad it popped the dog's eyes. Oh. I had to spend over $3,000 to get the dog's eye fixed. And a lot of people do not know this. And of course, he didn't tell that side. And and it, um, I had a mutual friend. They would drink a lot. And he took the bottle. They got into it. He was like, don't drink no more. And they just, you know, being two drunks. And he hit her in the back of the head with it. She almost lost her life. Mm-hmm. So it was like so many red flags. And I stood up. I was strong. And because we both were verbally abusing each other, but my verbal abuse became more so defending myself. And Mm -hmm. I got to a point that I stopped doing stuff, even down to his kids. I was like, you buy your own detergent, you buy your own toilet paper. You don't appreciate me. It was so bad. They brought the other mom in the house, toured her around our house and even took her in the bedroom while I was at my part-time pregnant with high risk pregnancy. That that's how high level the disrespect was so mm-hmm. i just I, I stopped and people don't realize and understand why i stopped doing what i'm doing uh, i was doing and people will feed into stuff and give the abuser so much attention and yeah. negative yeah. adrenaline and they don't know what's going on so one day i came home from work and by this day i had been praying that god get me out of this marriage for the longest God got me out, but he did not tell me how he was going to get me out. Mm-hmm. I came home. It was on a Sunday. It was gloomy outside. It was around four o'clock. I, I can, I remember. And I had this coat on and I was zipping the coat all the way up and I never zipping this coat up. And it was a, it's a wind uh, shield coat. So when, when something goes through it, it like, it's hard to pierce the coat. I came in the house. He was talking about me, lying on me again, whoever he was on the phone with. I was like, you got six months to leave. Um, save your money, move on. I was like, it ain't like you pay bills anyways, because he wasn't contributing to the house. He would buy alcohol before he took care of anything in the household. And then I was like, whoever you on the phone with, tell them the truth. Tell them that the lies that you're telling on me is really you. It's not me. And tell whoever you like you on the phone with that you will buy alcohol before you buy your daughter diapers. Wow. Like I was, I t- and I think what what that caused was humiliation because he had been lying so much and whoever was on the other end of the receiver heard, finally heard my side, which was the truth. And he, he got up and he was six foot, about 280 pounds. And he started hitting me. And while he was hitting me, he had grabbed a knife. So he was stabbing me and hitting me at the same time. He was stabbing me so hard that the knife uh, broken half. And this was the first time he ever, uh, abused, beat me up. And, um, I had three staples in my head. My head was split. I had 15 stitches up my chin to live. He stabbed me. So I had one, two, three, four, one over the heart, five and six, um, stab wounds. The two in the hand, I had to, um, have a surgery, had to repair my nerves and tendons. Um, and I still have nerve damage. I still have pains in my hand and my head was split open. I had staples in my head. My chin was split open. I had 15 stitches up my chin to lip. I mean, I, you couldn't even tell who, who I was. And the sad part about it is when I got in the ambulance, I was like, call my kids, call my kids. Cause it was five, nine, one, one calls. I was like, call my guys. I need to let everyone know what happened. My son and my play nephew was standing outside. So my son seen me come out the house 
But I'll tell you, in the midst of everything, I felt God and I felt the devil. And I was a believe. I believed in God, but I'm a believer now. And I can't explain the situation, but I could feel God shield me with a ball of life and I could see a cloud of darkness, which was the devil. And I tell people I'm a believer now and I know God is real because he spared me my life. And um, going through recovery, trying to get out, I couldn't do much. You you call people, you try to depend on people that you were there for. I can tell you not even the, the handful that helped me. And what it did was it put me in a place where I wanted to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. And I remember putting a bottle of Percocets up to my mouth and I cried for about an hour. And when I put that bottle of Percocets up to my mouth, my daughter, she was two or three at the time. She came running in the room. She's like, hey, mommy. I love you and kiss me. And I dropped the bottle of Percocets. And that's when I realized my purpose in life, but I still was going through the healing process. And when I started to love myself and realized that I didn't love myself, it went back to my childhood. And when I realized some of the childhood abuse, physical abuse, I didn't go through the sexual abuse, but there was sexual abuse to others in my home. I was aware I knew of, and it's traumatizing. And um, I realized the men that I was dating was the men that I watched growing up, something I said that I would never happen. So I had to go back to my childhood reopening for the good fight um, about two years ago because I had already healed and I had opened up my wounds again to reheal because it, and it helped me. It, it allowed me to see that I had bigger issues down to my childhood, but I opened up to show the world that you can self heal. It takes a lot of work, but he continued to lie on me and make all uh, accusations. And for me, I have receipts for everything. And, and that's when I came out, I was like, it's time for me to tell my side of the story. No one has heard my side of the story. They've only heard his side of the story. So it created the platform of the good fight, helping others through life experiences. So um, domestic violence survivors or those that are going through domestic violence can share their stories through the platform of the good fight to help others that are going through similar, similar situations. It can help them heal. It can help them begin to heal. So I believe that sharing stories is important of what we go, what we go through because the abuser with lies and um, humiliating you control the abuse verbal it takes over your life and the lies you just you, it felt like you just you continue to be stabbed or punched and we have to go through those things and other sides they only listen to one side and the good fight is to bring awareness hey there is two sides you should talk to the next person you know to know what's going on it's a lot more to the story so um this is my baby too, The Good Fight, and folks, they can join www.thegoodfight.com through Instagram and Facebook. It's to help others through domestic violence, and um, R Renee Michelle, she's already helping me uh, a lot now, so I appreciate her as well, so I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I think it's a beautiful way to give back yes. i think that it takes a lot of boldness and transparency and you know honesty just mm -hmm. to really share your story and i and i know a lot of people have gone through things but not everyone has spoken up so we yes. want to thank you so much miss good thank just you for being open and honest transparent and we thank god for you we thank god for everyone that's joined us on this show today yes. this has been another episode of true true talk, talk tv we'll see you guys next week take care